1: All of us kind of go through the same thing in the very beginning when you go to see a doctor or you go to a specialist and they tell you, you know, so sorry, you're going to have to get used to it, you're going to have to live with it. And I think that kind of sends you on this downward spiral because you really, I didn't, I had never heard of tinnitus before it happened to me. So hearing that there's nothing that you can do, that was probably the worst part of going through the whole thing. You want it to be gone as soon as possible. You want a snap of a finger kind of thing. And that's just not the way that habituation works. It is a process. It takes time and you have to kind of just take the wins when you get them and know that more wins are coming, even when you're feeling that you're, in those dark places. And one thing recently that I kind of realized is as the volume of the tinnitus comes down, there are other things that become difficult. What becomes difficult is the length of time that you've been dealing with it. So even though it is becoming quieter after, you know whatever it is, it could be 12 months, 14 months, 16 months, you're kind of just over it at that point. And you think to yourself, I was at a nine, if I could just be at a five, I would be great. Then you get to five, and you're not great still. (laughs) And you're like, man, if I was just at a three, I'd be great. So it's just, it's the length of time that becomes the obstacle more than the volume.
0: Living with tinnitus can be incredibly challenging. The constant ringing in your ears and the frustration of not finding relief. Hi, it's Dr. Ben Thompson, founder of Treble Health. Back in 2020, I started this YouTube channel because there were so many people who were struggling to find help for their tinnitus. As the channel grew, I decided to offer tinnitus solutions directly to patients, all from the comfort of home via telehealth. Today, our team at Treble Health is recognized as the nation's leader in tinnitus care. I'd like to introduce the Tinnitus Relief Bundle by Treble Health. Our bundle is backed by science and designed to provide long-lasting relief from tinnitus.
1: I feel like Treble Health literally gave me my life back. I was questioning my entire future and what it would be like, and now I no longer question that at all.
0: Imagine getting back to living a full and productive life treble health's tinnitus relief bundle can help you find the relief you've been searching for visit our website at treblehealth.com bundle to learn more and start your journey towards tinnitus relief today with a risk-free trial plus mention that you came from youtube and you'll get our top-rated tinnitus sound machine for free treble health relief from tinnitus starts here and let's now ask tamara uh what allowed you to improve? What were the, the tools or the strategies that you found really moved the needle?
1: I have a lot of strategies. The most important one we all know is sound therapy. Without sound therapy, none of the other stuff is going to work. So being consistent with your sound therapy is number one, every single day, all day, Don't skip. Once you have your sound therapy down, I think it's really important for me to practice mindfulness. And I know that mindfulness can be different for every single person. Not everybody likes to meditate. Not everybody likes to do yoga. You have to find whatever is calming and centering and grounding for you and try to make a routine for yourself. Routines are important because with tinnitus, it's something that you can't control, but a routine is something that you can control. So try to make a routine for yourself, do something every day that grounds you and calms you and makes you feel like you are in control in a situation that feels so chaotic. Also, I think it's really important and it took me a really long time to get there, but to talk about it with my family and my close friends, because if they don't know what I require from them to feel good, to make me feel better, then they can't be of service to me. And one really important thing for me is keeping a journal. I like to see where I started. I write write in my journal every single day. It doesn't have to be a lot, but I like to see where I came from so I can see that I'm in an amazing place compared to where I was. So those are the tools that I use on a daily basis to help myself keep pushing forward.
0: Guys, Tamara has so much wisdom and from our Previous conversations, I know a lot of a lot of perspective that can be really helpful from from the mental, from the the cognitive, the psychology side of things. So, with that in mind, the first question is from Esther. Esther, thanks for asking. Esther asks, "Hi, Tamara, do you have any idea what might have caused or triggered your tinnitus?"
1: I don't know for sure, but I did have a head injury two to three weeks before my tinnitus started, and that's the only thing that we can think of that was a link between the tinnitus and when it started was, I hit my head pretty badly. And it started a couple of weeks
0: after that. Dr. Ramsey, what's your perspective on the causes of tinnitus or the triggers of tinnitus for your patients?
2: Well, just to expand a little bit for her. So yes, you know we think that there was a somatosensory component, but also when, she, when you go through an event like that, stress, you know, the event itself was traumatic. And I think that that too played a little bit of a part as to, you know, knock, knock, here tinnitus. But um, tinnitus in general can be for, a, you know, watershed of reasons. Uh, there could be hearing loss, it could be stress related, related to the neck, related to the jaw, or a combination of things. Um, so a lot of multiple, multiple reasons as to why tinnitus is here.
0: And Dr. Ramsey, what do you see as common common causes of, of, of tinnitus uh, for your patients?
2: The most common are multiple things. So maybe there's an existing hearing loss, but the patient's gone through a particularly stressful event. So stress and hearing loss, or um, currently on my caseload, I do have quite a few somatosensory patients where there's TMJ involvement or a neck injury involvement. Those seem to be coming up the most okay. recently. Mm-hmm.
0: Next question from Robert. Robert asks Tamara, was there a phase in your journey where you woke up in the morning and immediately checked in with the tinnitus? How did you let that go?
1: I mean, it's hard not to because you wake up and it's right there. It's there. As soon as I open my eyes, it's the first thing that I hear. It's there every single morning. But I think as I was talking about before, like routines are really important. So when I wake up in the morning, I take five minutes and just do a little bit of morning breath work so that I'm focusing immediately in the morning on something other than my tinnitus. I think that's really, really important. We don't want to wake up and immediately just be like tinnitus all day long. You want to kind of start your day off centering yourself and focusing on something else other than your tinnitus.
0: Thank you. Next question is from Julie. Julie asks, if someone has tinnitus and they want to get help for it, Where should they go to get help?
1: Well, you're in the right place. I mean, (laughs) this is it. Treble help is it. This is, you're in the absolute right place. Trouble help has been instrumental. I keep saying that my audiologists that I work with, they saved me. This is exactly where you want to be. You're in the right place.
0: Thank you. Next question is from Esther. Esther asks, Did you sleep with sound therapy? And if so, did you have it on your ears? Did you use the headband? Did you use a sound machine? Did you sleep with sound therapy?
1: I still sleep with sound therapy now. I have my maskers in. I put my sound therapy on every single night when I go to bed. I charge my maskers first thing in the morning and I put them right back in. So yes, I did. And I still do.
0: Thank you.
2: Sleep for tinnitus patients is often a big concern. Um, would you like to share a little bit about your routine? You know, again, you were talking about routines. You have a really good routine for sleep, and I think that that our audience would probably really appreciate hearing that routine. It is a good routine, but
1: it's a long routine, and it might not work for everybody. But I struggle with sleep. But once I am asleep, if I can stay asleep, I'm gold until the morning. So I haven't an hour long routine that I do every night before bed. I make sure, first of all, there is no phone after nine o'clock. I put my electronics away and I do half an hour of breath work, nighttime breath work to calm myself down. And then I do another half an hour of sleep meditation, just so that my mind and my body are both in a place to accept the sleep, to become tired enough to sleep, and to let go of the thought of the tinnitus.
2: Yep. Perfect. Thank you for that. Because I think that that's really helpful for the audience to hear. Those are some good tips.
0: What is your morning breathing or meditation or breath work for those who aren't familiar with that? What does it do for you? What are the benefits it brings?
1: Well, because... My tinnitus, it's usually loudest in the morning and then it kind of calms down. So when I wake up in the morning, I used to be really anxious. So I just go onto YouTube and just look for a five or 10 minute breath work. And it really does calm down your parasympathetic nervous system. You just want to focusing on breathing and focusing on your inner being. It will take your mind away from the tinnitus. So just look up a very short five to 10 minute breath work routine. If you're not into breath work, just do do some morning meditation. Just anything that is going to have you listening to something else other than just your tinnitus. It's just a good way to start your day.
0: We have a few more questions here coming in. Richard asks, how do you handle your tinnitus when it's at a high level and you're trying to find the right level of sound therapy to calm it down?
1: Yeah, that can be hard. Sometimes when tinnitus is really loud. When it's really loud, it's hard to mix because sometimes even the sound therapy, like I've said this before, I feel like sometimes the tinnitus wants to be heard and it fights with the sound therapy to be louder, but you don't want to be blasting your sound therapy at the same time because you don't want your sound therapy to be just as annoying as your tinnitus. You have to find, I don't know, at that point when it's really, really loud, I don't so much focus on the volume. I just focus on finding a sound that's soothing to me and something that will allow me to calm down a little bit. And eventually the tinnitus will come down, but don't try to play your sound therapy super, super loud because that's not going to be beneficial to you either.
2: Aside from just the sound therapy, what about other strategies that you use when you feel like, wow, that you know, the tenderness is a little bit more intrusive, other strategies that you use. And then I did remember what my other question was going to be too, but we'll start with that one. So,
1: my two go to strategies I am an avid walker, I love walking, it is the only thing that keeps me sane. I walk two hours a day, I leave my house, I put my uh, maskers in and I am gone. I walk, I listen to the ambient noises outside. I breathe. I just lose myself. And because walking is something that brings me so much happiness and so much joy, there is something about it that just takes the edge off of my tinnitus when I'm walking, even when it's really bad. So for each person, whatever that thing is for you, find it. Find the thing that makes you happy, that even the tinnitus can't take your joy away from you. You have to find that thing. And the other thing that I do daily is I have mantras that I write on my mirror in my bathroom and I just look at my mirror and I talk to myself. My tinnitus does not control me. I'm going to have bad days, but I'm also going to have good days. This is not going to last forever. I repeat it over and over and over to myself. And eventually, even if you have to fake it till you make it, you will start to believe it. And when you start to believe it, things will start moving. It'll happen. We just have to kind of force ourselves to to get in the frame of mind to believe that we're really going to get better.
0: The next question here is, what do you do if you're driving on a road that has a lot of road noise? Mm.
1: You know what? I don't mind that. I mean it might be a personal thing but I I kind of feel like the noise drowns out some of the stuff that's going on in my head I don't mind the the noise so much but maybe if that's something that bothers you number one, keep your windows up. Number two, play your sound therapy in the car. Have your your maskers in, your ear pods in, whatever it is that you wear and play your sound therapy in the car and drown it out.
0: Thank you. And then uh, Dr. Ramsey, if you want to jump in, if you have any follow-up questions, otherwise I'm ready to go with some.
2: I wanted to talk a little bit about you know, how important window of tolerance is with tinnitus patients. And I know for you, it took a while for you mm-hmm. to start to get out into the world and to start to hang out with your friends mm-hmm. and so do you want to speak about that a little bit um, how do you stay within your window of tolerance how did you you know start to sort of re re-enter into your social life and how that's been for your tinnitus
1: it took me a very long time to leave my house mm-hmm. i did not want to be outside I was so afraid that everything was going to be hurtful or make my tinnitus worse. I was afraid of noises. I became afraid of like being that friend that people didn't want to be around or the friend that people would feel sorry for. I just wanted to stay in. And as my treatment went on and as my tinnitus started to come down, I took baby steps. I would say yes just to having a coffee with a single person. I would say, Yes, to just going over to my mom's house to have lunch with her. And then those things kind of just bloom into bigger things until you realize that the things that you were afraid of are not going to be really that hurtful to you. And even when you're out, just because like I went out the other day, I was at a friend's house. It was so loud. They were having a party and I was like, I had to step outside for like an hour, just sit on the front porch and just take a breather. Somebody came out with me, we sat outside and I just escaped for a little while. So you have to know what works for you. I am not going to stay in a place where I feel uncomfortable or I feel like it's harmful to me or my mindset in that moment. And if you have to go out for an hour and leave, do it. And if you have to stay home because you genuinely don't want to go, stay home. But don't talk yourself into a corner. If you really want to do something, do it. But know that you can leave whenever you want. You don't have to do everything the way that you used to. And eventually you'll get back there. So just take baby steps. Do what you're comfortable with and nothing more.
0: Love that. I got a few rapid fire questions. Rogers wants to know, is your tinnitus continuous, constant or intermittent? Come and go.
1: I wish it was come and go, but it is not. It is every day, all day, 24 seven.
0: Thank you. And Kimberly asks, did you use any medications at first as a bridge to sleep or calm anxiety freakouts?
1: I did. In the beginning, there were times when I didn't sleep for three or four like stretch of days at a time. And I did take some sleeping pills in the beginning, but I just, for me personally, I didn't like the way that they made me feel. So now I just do some natural stuff to sleep.
0: Thank you. And then we have a question here that's asking about, talk to us about your personal perspective on when you're say done working with a professional or when you feel like you can manage this on your own, but you're not yet habituated. You're not, you're not yet done. What's your approach to that? Let's say, uh, later third or later half of the tinnitus journey?
1: I don't know. I kind of feel like I'll know what I know. And I just don't know yet because I'm not there yet. I feel like I've been in stage three for a really long time and I'm waiting to kick the door down for stage four, but I'm just not there yet. And I feel like, I don't know. I, I like, I like dealing with the professionals. It just, even if it's once a month, whatever it is, I, I, it keeps me grounded. It keeps me on the right path. So I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to let go.
0: And then last question. This is from Tim. Tim asks, uh, what kind of sound therapy do you use with your maskers? And what are your favorites?
1: Well, because my tinnitus changes every day, I have a lot of different sounds that I listen to, but I kind of try to use sounds that are similar to what I'm hearing. So if, I, if my tinnitus is making a cricket or a cicada kind of noise, I will veer towards those types of sounds, crickets, jungle cicada, that type of stuff. If it's really high pitched, you just have to find something within the same frequency and just play it a little bit lower. But whatever the noise is, I try to find something that sounds similar and then play that so it takes the edge off.
0: Let's give a shout out to Tamara and Dr. Ramsey as well. Dr. Ramsey, thank you for joining. And Tamara, we'll give you the final word here on motivation, encouragement, perspective, advice you have for those who are here. I
1: just, I mean, this is such a hard thing to go through, especially because only people that don't have tinnitus cannot understand what it's like. It's really difficult. So I think it's important to find support whether it's in the form of a support group or something like that. But it's important to have people to lean on that understand what you're going through so that you have support in not giving up and to keep going because the tinnitus is not going anywhere. So you have to show it that you're not going anywhere either and that you're going to fight to have your normalcy back. So you just got to hang on. You'll get there.